now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Hi, and welcome to the Week 13 Recap Playoff Preview of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. I'm your Commissioner Dean, as always, joined by my co-host, Polly. Polly, how are you doing as this season, regular season at least, winds to an end? Well, as my suffering is mercifully brought to an end, um, I would like to have a toast for a successful inaugural season of the Butter and Bacon Fantasy Football League. So, toast to you. Cheers. Cheers. Your season's not officially over. You, have, you do have a consolation yeah. bracket, but we'll talk about that yeah. in a little while. <laughs> All right. Well, let's spend just a couple minutes just recapping Week 13. It, it was uh, pretty packed with action. There was some playoff movement as a result of that week. And uh, we'll start off with a game that featured two of the now playoff content- or playoff participants. My Metroville heroes fall to the Shoreline Tap Room, uh, doing more of their... Not San Diego Charger performance. <laughs> yes. 51.8 to 131.9. Yeah, returning more to the Patriots end of the uh, fantasy football spectrum. Uh, we, uh, we said that um, huh, you, were, you needed to be assured that Andrew Luck would play. Otherwise, you're not going to play him. Well, you should have. Yeah, they came out with that assurance in uh, uh, fantasy tip number four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when it, there should be no doubt when talent is that different apart. So uh, don't be cute playing matchups. <laughs> Go with your best players. And in this case, Andrew Luck destroyed Colin Kaepernick and actually cost me the yeah, game. Yeah, uh, Johnson and Evan would be big. They've been big all year. Yes. Um, I said that uh, Rivers would not get 21 points. How did I do on that? Yeah. How about 18, that? 18.1. Uh, I said that Amari Cooter, Cooper would get more than 15.6. Uh, not no. so much. I said that the rape. Although he, I, I'm sure you watched uh, that game. I yeah. know there was at least one, and I think two pass called interference back. calls. Yeah, against, he, had, he yeah, also so had, a, had a catch that was called back on a, a badly timed yeah, holding right. um, in the yes, first I, half. I saw that as well. Um, yep. The the half that the Bills owned was the first half. The half that the <laughs> Raiders owned was the second. Um, I also said that the Ravens D would have a field day against the Miami offense. Indeed, they did. 15 points. Yeah, that was big. Um, you picked yourself. I picked the tap room. Good job Definitely. by you. All right. Game two was a close one. The Dixie Landings Alligators pulling out a 117.6 to 109 victory over Totally Radical Islam. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, we were wondering why Julio Jones was only marked up for 20 points. Because he got 20. Exactly. <laughs> the site knows. <laughs> Uh, we said that David Carr could hang with Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. Very much mm-hmm. so. Um, I said that Carr might get sacked. He didn't get a single sack. Um, said that uh, LaShawn <laughs> McCoy would be big. And he, yeah, he had a good game. He had another 100-yard uh, rushing. And again, long run to start the second half. So, good for him. And Absolutely. Patriots defense. How'd that work out? Patriots defense was not the high-scoring defense of the game, no. however. I mean, they did well with 14, but Denver uh, hung a touchdown, among other things, on Jacksonville and actually put up six. Yeah, you know, I think we both kind of overlooked the fact that they were playing the Jacksonville offense. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, that was a bit of an overlook, but we both picked totally radical Islam to win, so we lost we were that one. Totally wrong. Totally 
Tucker's luck almost lapping. Wait, let me do quick math. Did lap. Make it <laughs> oh, math. 117.7 to 57.3. Yeah, uh, we said it was going to be tough with uh, Mariota out. Uh, said that Russell Wilson would get likely much more than the 21.7 that he was predicted. How do we do there? Yeah, not so much. Well, Seattle went up big early. Yeah, and then they uh, just ran. Well, that's the difference. They got Rawls back, and Rawls was running like a fiend. So, uh, you know, that pretty much was it. Frank Gore would be big. Eh. Not really. Uh, we thought this was a marquee tight end matchup, yeah. too. And Witten and Reed combined for zero. <laughs> yeah, we were both very enamored with the flex in the tight end positions. Yes. Uh, how did Antonio Brown do, sir? Uh, what can Brown do for Tucker? He did a 17-4. Solid Not outing. Bad. I said that... No, he's no Golden Tate. No, though. well, we'll get to that. Uh, said that Forte is underrated as a pass receiver. You know who also said that? John Gruden during the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a little interesting to hear my words come out of John Gruden's mouth. Maybe he was... Hi, John. Thank you for listening to the podcast. He is a listener. That's the good stuff. Uh, yeah, Forte, he actually was the only Jet that showed up. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, he only had the three catches, but it went for 54 yards and... The, the, that talk about losing their will to oh. live. I mean, that, the second they are you know, done. I, I'm getting the paper bag out. It's going over <laughs> my head. And, uh, Jets bring on the draft. Jets equal just end the season. Um, the yeah, and it, not to derail too much, but the second touchdown to the Colts tight end, where he had. When I tell you that there was not a defender within 15 yards of him, I might be generous. I, yeah, I think you're being generous. He walked backwards into the end zone. Terrible. The worst part was I muted the game to watch that <laughs> Star Wars thing, and it was it was as disappointing as the Jets were. On that on Sunday, um, and uh, yeah, we said Golden Tate uh, was very underrated. Yes, no and doubt. Man, and again, at New Orleans is a good place to play. Yeah, indoor New Orleans is great. Uh, we both pick Tucker's luck to win, and that was go us. Yeah. Well, for once. Well, I'll use my line again. Scott's cruisers once again cruising to a victory. Uh, God, I gotta do math again. Did not quite lap the music marauders. Your music marauders, one twenty three point five. This I told you that I was not going to win. Yeah, your um, your vaunted Buffalo defense did not come to play on the. Look, I said that the Bills defense would be a rough outing against the Raiders offense. I wasn't wrong. No, you weren't. (laughs) Negative four. I was thinking about it in the car as I was driving home on Friday. I said, you know, I wonder if people think that I throw the games that I pick against myself. Then I thought, (laughs) who would do that? (laughs) No, that'd be a little. That's terrible. I don't want to be right that much. Um, You listed off basically every player in my lineup and why they would do good. Um, I said Odell Beckham Jr. I said Odell Beckham Jr. Yikes. Yeah, quick 21 by him. 10 for 100. Yeah. Solid and uh, Greg Olson. Mm, Greg Olson did not show no, up. No, uh, Seattle defense showed up. Big. Yeah. However, Melvin Gordon showed up big time, 23.8. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, Edelman, Edelman, Edelman did well in uh, Gronkowski's absence. Um, but yep. uh, really, and it wasn't talked about in your game, but LeGarrette Blunt with a 45-yard touchdown run. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was big. As for the picks... Oh, I picked the Cruisers. I said that. You picked me, which, no. I did. I don't know. What? what? I, that was wishful thinking. Completely wishful yeah. thinking. The Monkey. Back on Team Monkey. 104.7 to 103.1. 
very close game. I think close of the week, beating the badass. Totally close game. We both picked the monkey to win, which is fantastic. Yeah, because monkey. it came down to the last minute. Uh, we said yeah. Beth, Ben Roethlisberger would be big. Uh-huh. Des Bryant looks good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dak Prescott is big. <laughs> yeah, well, he could have gone with Palmer on the bench for a 29-point outing, but Dak did yeah. enough. He got 15. Dak did enough. Um, Sanders would be over the 13.5. No. no, not 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 this time. Denver's D did most of the scoring, um, and Baldwin and Graham would be big for Seattle. Well, we were half right. Well, they were solid. Baldwin, you know, not quite up to snuff. Graham got the touchdown. That's what I mean. Head. We were half right. <laughs> yeah. They weren't. They weren't going to be big. They were medium. But <laughs> we both picked monkey, so we both win. So yay. All right, Dapper Donald's blown out again. This time the victim, the Snuggly Ducklings, 144.6 to 107.8. This one, and, we, uh, we actually did... Sidebar, the Donald's lineup is darn good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, it really is. Um, we we, uh, we didn't have much to say about this game because we were gushing over Drew Brees being indoor breeze again. Drew Brees didn't yeah, throw a touchdown you know pass. First time in nine seasons. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Uh, we were talking about Le'Veon Bell, however. Yeah, there's not much more you can no. say about him. It's just it's 25 plus every the week. The Giants now. defense, I think, came out waving a white flag in the second half, and he didn't care. Um, we said Steelers D would pick off Eli. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Twice plus a safety. Yeah, yeah, the safety was weird. Um, you know, it was a penalty in the end zone, which results in a safety. But you know, you'll take it when your defense is getting that kind of pressure. That's what happens. Uh, we both picked the Donalds to win, so we both won that one. All right, last game of the regular season, Norwegian Oil Rigs, 104.7 to the Fran Dogs. Not quite that No, much. and uh, we both picked the Rigs, so for the final game of the season, we were both correct on that pick. Uh, we were wondering why Tom Brady would only have 20 points predicted. What was his point total, sir? You know, he only put up 17-6. I mean, they, they handled L.A., and as you said, Blunt was running right and left with ease, so... Did not need the big game out of Brady to get the you know another solid. So once win. again, the site knew what it was talking about. <laughs> I just want to point that out. Uh, we said that Eli could keep up with Brady if he kept his interceptions down. Uh, yeah, two of those made him not keep up with Brady. He didn't <laughs> keep his interceptions down. Um, said, can the Bills D contain Murray uh, for a half? For a half, they did. Yeah, he he had a big second. He half. He had a big second half. They they couldn't tackle. They couldn't stop. They couldn't. They they couldn't. And then the Jets watched the game film and and did what they did. But the whole game on Monday night. So yeah, no. So um, the end of regular season predictions. We went into the last week. You being plus one. You were four and three in your picks. Yeah, I was six and one in my picks. Good for which you. Which makes me for the regular season plus one after. For all those Very predictions, nice. I got one more game right than you. <laughs> and that's because I was being an idiot that's the right. last week, <laughs> picking you that's to right. win. <laughs> if you had gone with how you should have gone with, we'd have been tied. That's but awesome. I'll take the win. <laughs> all right, well, uh, let's jump into the playoffs. So our playoff structure is pretty typical of a 14-team league. We're going to have six teams in which means the top two seeds, which in this case is Scott's Cruisers, our number one overall seed, and Totally Radical Islam, who won their division, the number two seed, both have a bye this week. Uh, the rest of the playoff teams and the matchups, the Dapper Donalds are the three seed, taking on the Shoreline Taproom, the six seed, 
and Metroville Heroes are the four seed taking on the Norwegian Oil Rigs, the five seed. However, we do have a consolation bracket running, and that's uh, you know, the rest of the eight teams that did not make it, and that's just going to be seven versus 14, eight versus 13, etc. So continue to put in your lineups, and uh, we'll see who can win the consolation bracket, but we're really going to focus on the playoffs. But I don't think we should do that just by ourselves, Paulie. So let's bring in Mr. Mike Scopa, the owner of the Shoreline Tap Rooms, who went from Patriots to Chargers to back to Patriots. How do you like that analogy, Mike? Thank you very much, but it really is all due to a gracious host by allowing me to win that last game and enter the playoffs <laughs> as the sixth seed. You know, I thought about that, and I did look at the numbers, and uh, even if I had picked the right quarterback, you just would have been 6-7 and seven and still the sixth seed. <laughs> The difference is actually, I think I would have pulled off the three seed at that point, and we'd be having a rematch this week. So, oh, good. Playing. Uh, maybe, I yeah. my, maybe I did myself a favor. Although, uh, <laughs> you don't have to face him. <laughs> I don't have to face you in the first round, but the oil rigs are looking darn good, yeah, too. So No picnic. No teams a picnic in this playoffs. All right, so on the preview side, you know, we actually only have two games to talk about because, again, the uh, one and two seeds are on a bye. So, Paulie, for my predictions, I say Radical Islam and the Cruisers will both be in the second round. Wow. Okay, um, I'll Don't put that pledged. down. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna agree with you on both of those. All right, all right. So we both uh, we're both plus two this far awesome. this week. Um, let's let's focus on Mike's game though. So Mike, uh, you know, I want to get your take. Uh, well, first I'll give you the website's take. Assuming you guys are both already set with your lineups, they're giving the Donalds an 11 point edge over you uh, in the predictions. And let's focus that all on Mr. Le'Veon Bell. Who... <laughs> yeah. I don't know any other way to say it, but, you know, I just maybe screwed on this one that <laughs> Le'Veon Bell could put up anywhere between the 26-point floor they've established or <laughs> 40 points and walking away with a victory. Now, Paul, he's, uh, Le'Veon's facing your Buffalo Bills. So how do you feel about that? Oh, prediction? I can give you a little bit of insight there because I am a Bills fan, as I'm sure everyone knows and is sick of hearing about. But the weather is supposed to be snow showers which favors the running game. I can tell you from watching Pittsburgh games, Le'Veon Bell does a ton of damage catching screen passes. Might be a little difficult to do a screen pass in the snow. Also, the Bills' defense plays very differently at home, particularly against the run. The crowd gets into it. Um, you know, it, it really is an advantage. So I can see Le'Veon not quite getting 40. I am not going to give you the hope that he's not going to get his 25. He is a special player. If Pittsburgh gets in the end zone, it'll be a bell run. It'll be a screen pass to bell. I mean, he's just so featured on the offense. The the other part of the Donalds I'd be really afraid of if I were in your shoes, Mike, is Drew Brees is coming off a (laughs) zero touchdown pick outing. And while Tampa has played fantastic defense the last four weeks, uh, it's just hard to keep Drew Brees quiet two weeks in a row. So the website's putting him up for 23-3. And uh, you have Rivers on the other side at Carolina with a 23-1. So they're calling a wash at the QB position. Which I'll take. Uh, I think, yeah, I think at this point you'd sign up for that. <laughs> so looking down the rest of the lineup show, uh, Mike and I are the only ones who made a trade <laughs> this year. And, and Lamar Miller <laughs> is your feature back right now. Uh, I have to tell you, first of all, thank you, because um, Jordy's worked out really well for me since I got him. But, uh, 
you know, if Miller's going to bounce back, and we, we've talked about this indie defense, they're just really, they're not that good. And as much as we've picked on their secondary, I think their secondary has gotten better the last yeah. few weeks. But they have, no, even against the Jets, they have no linebacker oh, play. Forte and, was running very well against that Indianapolis front. Yeah, and so if Houston can get him past the first level, I think you're going to find that Miller has a lot more running room than he's had the last couple of weeks uh, for his outing. So 15-6, you know, he's not going to be Le'Veon Bell. Nobody is, but I think he can keep pace. I think he might actually surpass that prediction. It's one of these where I don't think Miller's ever scored 15 points. I think it's been either 5 or 25. <laughs> you're you're right. wondering, yeah, it's like, what, do they just do an average? I mean, come on. It's either Houston falls behind and they go to the bad passing offense that doesn't feature DeAndre Hopkins in any way, or <laughs> DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins, Dean. <laughs> I don't think he made the playoffs. <laughs> I think I'm done talking about him until next year. Um, one thing I can I can see in your advantage, Mike, and I'm looking down because we overlooked it last week, but we're not going to overlook it this week. The defense that plays against Jacksonville has an opportunity for historic amounts of sacks and interceptions. So Minnesota's playing in Jacksonville. It is in Jacksonville, so you know there there is that. But I, I would not be shocked if they score more than that ten point eight. They might actually get more like thirteen or fourteen. And this is where I'm hoping for first half Minnesota as opposed to whatever we've seen for the second yes. half of the season. No, yes, that's a fair point. And yeah. and Sam Bradford plays very differently when he's up than when he has to press. When he has to throw the ball more than three yards at a time. More than three, more than three yards or more than 17 times. <laughs> so I think you got that going for you. And I got to tell you, this game may hinge, and I mean this literally, on the Amari Cooper matchup in Kansas City, which is tomorrow. Yes. I, yeah, th- that's That huge. game could, and you know, having seen Amari Cooper literally get shut out in the first half against Buffalo, and I'm thrilled. And then, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Bill's defense just decided not to show up. Kansas City's defense is good, but their their defense, their strength is really in the front. Their corners are good, but no one can cover Amari Cooper for more than three seconds. So no, he he has the ability to do some damage. In that he game. gets away. He gets open. He he he's a big guy, strong. Um, he makes the catches that are you know only he can make. So I I actually could see Amari Cooper setting the tone for you and just really um you know i'll make my prediction now even you know i'm, I'm up i'm gonna pick you to beat the dapper donalds wow upset upset according to the website yeah the but... website's got you as 11 point uh, underdog but i i think i think on the strength of amari cooper and i think that minnesota defense is going to get some turnovers and really be you know an eye-opening score against jacksonville I'll tell you what, I, I'd keep going down that lineup. I like the Zach Ertz matchup there against Washington. Yeah. It's one of <laughs> they those, those divisional they games. Like each other. <laughs> really, they really don't like each other. I think Ertz has a chance to put up really good numbers. Uh, Ladarius Green was a monster last week for Pittsburgh. And yeah. he was yeah. uh, you know, the backup tight end in San Diego. Bills can't stop tight time. ends. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm pointing to. So it's 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 a spot where I would have week in, week out I'd pick Ertz. Except for Eifert. I think Green might <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Green might be able to keep pace here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but the next spot down on on the tap room side with where uh, in the flex spot, taking on Oakland again Thursday night. You're, you got a lot riding there Thursday with two very key parts of your lineup. Um, you know, I, I think Ware has the potential to put up some big numbers in Oakland or home against Oakland. Right. I should say. It's an arrowhead. That's that's tough. Yeah. 
But I need Kansas City to get out to an early lead to run the ball and then force Oakland to pass. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, and that, that's the that game. Your best that would ver- that would work best. very well for you. Um, yeah. The other thing that I think could work well for you again, like I said, in my perfect world, and the Buffalo D somehow figures out that Le'Veon Bell missed the plane um, <laughs> and isn't playing. Um, you know, I, I think you you know, like I said, you know, I, I pick the players that I think could win for you. But if he does not get that twenty six seven, you know, if he's more like nineteen or something like that, that could be really tough. For the Donald yeah, that, that, that line's pretty much gone at that point. Right. Now, the, the one guy we haven't mentioned on the Donald side that I think needs a little bit of – well, two really is – well, first of all, Freeman I think is going to be a, a beast at L.A., but I want to talk a little bit more about – I don't think they're going to be throwing. I, I, th- I think the name you need to bring up, though, is Larry Legend. Oh, yes, we do have to bring up Larry Legend. Oh, is Larry Bird 60? He, he turned 60 this week, Amy, but we're, we're talking about Larry Legend, the football yeah. player. Well, you know, Larry, Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. Who's Larry Fitzgerald? He's former Viking ball boy. He's Larry Legend. No, no, Larry Legend is Larry Bird. No, Larry Bird is an executive <laughs> in the NBA. But he's, he's Larry an old man. Legend. He can't play football. A coach. He coached for a while. If he's sixty years old, he has no business even trying to play football. Someone needs to think of him if he won't <laughs> think of himself. No one is intervening. No one, someone needs to intervene on his behalf. If he thinks that he can go out there and put on cleats and run around on AstroTurf or real turf or any any kind of turf, any type of turf, any type of turf, it, the turf club at Saratoga Springs Resort. <laughs> if he thinks that he can do this, someone uh, needs to take. Someone needs to think of the okay. organization. Okay. The Indiana okay. Pacers probably don't have that kind of insurance coverage. Come well, on. the game's in Miami, so maybe he. They used just... it all up on Paul George when he broke his leg and he was out <laughs> forever. They they're still trying to build up their insurance coverage again. <sighs> maybe you know the game is in Miami, so maybe he could just retire and live in Florida. Uh, that would work. That would absolutely work. <sighs> Thank, thank, thank you, Amy. Yeah. Hashtag Cleatfoot. Cleat there, there you have it, folks. <laughs> well, Mike, uh, I'll get to my prediction. I think you have a real shot in this game. I've liked your lineup all year. Uh, you beat me twice, actually, <laughs> one and, and week 13. So, uh, obviously, I can respect what you put out there. I just, looking at the matchups, I, I think guys like Breeze and Fitzgerald are going to make the difference, and uh, I think the Donalds are going to move on. Uh, I can honestly say thank you, Dean, because the double host pick has done nothing but sink me every week. So <laughs> I was just holding my breath, hoping that you were going to pick the Donalds at that point once Paulie went with the tap room. In our other playoff matchup for round one, the Metroville Heroes are taking on the Norwegian Oil Rigs, our four versus five matchup. And again, the early line here has the heroes up by 21, which I think is a, a little exaggerated uh, coming off you know, pretty good performances for both teams the last few weeks. But I'm looking across the way. Obviously, I'm personally invested in this one. And when I see names like Tom Brady at the top mm-hmm. of the list, it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank God he's playing Baltimore. Yeah. At least that's a and pretty Baltimore good And Baltimore has had success playing Tom Brady in New England, particularly when it's it gets into like playoff winter situations. And when the ball's fully inflated. Listen. <laughs> we know what Latavius Murray can do. He's he's going to be pretty good at running back. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton scares me a bit. 
Uh, Bennett now the full time tight end at Balt again, but at Baltimore. But if if Brady hooks up to Bennett, one no, or two times, New England. that's well first Baltimore. Yep. Sorry, that's going to uh, that's going to damage me. Todd Gurley, Nothing. he's still not, not getting fifteen point one. I don't know why they do that. <laughs> And I like Ajay as well in Arizona. Now, um, you'll notice Andrew Luck back in at quarterback for me. Yeah, I see that. Um, our league regular season MVP was uh, Mr. Johnson in Arizona. Yep, liking that. You have 300-plus points this year. And uh, Evans against New Orleans, I think, is really going to be huge for me. I will not be surprised to see him pass the 20.6 they're predicting. Um, I have uh, Tyrell Williams in right now at my flex spot. Uh, I'm a little worried about the Blount matchup where we've been talking about already of that New England game. With Baltimore, so well, I think the tap uh, room prob- wants him to do well. Yeah, they probably do. <laughs> so I think that's uh, that, that's probably my lineup. Colin Kaepernick is facing the Jets. Boy, that matchup's tempting, isn't it? It. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not making that mistake. Again. No, you can't do that again. <laughs> so uh, those are, I think, you know, I, I think the key contributor for the oil rigs, if they're going to get the win, is going to be a giant Murray. You know, just. Fully looking out the lineup, it's interesting. We have opposing defenses, Miami and Arizona. Yeah, that is, that is interesting, and they're also picked to do exactly the same mediocre seven point yeah. seven or seven point eight. No doubt. Um, I'm not sure about Stewart. I, you know, I, I've been playing him all season at flex. He just hasn't had many big games, and again, they're not predicting him for something big. Twelve point nine. And I know you've picked on Eifert, my tight end, because he just hasn't. <laughs> he had... doesn't stay in the game, but he's playing he Cleveland. I was going to say, even in the two and a half quarters he plays, he'll probably get that 12.4 they're predicting for him. So I don't see the 21-point spread here, but I do think based on the matchups and, and a little bit more star power in my lineup, I would, I'm would i going to pick me to get the victory. Yeah, you know what? It, it's boring, but I'm going to make it unanimous. Um, I'm going to pick you on a couple reasons. One, um, the Miami defense is going to get shredded by the Arizona offense. Um, Arizona is back to what they were doing kind of last year. And I don't know how they found it, but they did. Um, so that Miami defense is going to be on the field a lot. They're going to be running a lot. Um, it's, it's yeah, uh, with Mr. Johnson. And so that's a direct correlation there. The better the Johnson does, the worse the Miami defense is going to do. You are going to counteract uh, T.Y. Hilton because you're going to have his quarterback. So that's going to indicate some of the points that Hilton gets because Luck is going to get some points for that as well. I think your win is going to really hinge on Johnson uh, against that Miami and Evans going up against New Orleans. N-O means no defense. Look, New Orleans has some really good defense. They've got Anthony Davis. He's a perennial all-star. I don't know why you keep saying that New Orleans has no defense. I think he's waiting for the Navy. Yeah. The Navy did come, didn't he? I mean... Well, I mean, but, I'm just, but I, okay. I, I guess Anthony Davis makes a, d- a difference for the New Orleans defense. Don't you know anything about the sport that you're talking about? Why are you even on this podcast? Because David Robinson was played for Navy. What? <sighs> you can't, I'm right. Dean, you can you, you please help me here? Can you please? You know, I'm I'm waiting for the Navy to come and uh, and bail me out at this. Point. Oh Go Navy, gosh. beat Army! Oh my God! Go Navy, beat Navy! <laughs> you know, just just for completeness, Roger Staubach also went. Yes, to he Navy. did. <laughs> Who he the threw, heck is Roger Staubach? He would throw touchdowns to uh, a rookie, Jason Witten. 
Yeah, I think they played together. <laughs> uh, Roger, Roger Staubach, uh, he, uh, Mark Cuban writes his checks. He, he plays in wow. Dallas. Mike, I'm very no, sorry. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Could you possibly be talking about a, a player from a D-League affiliate? Because as you know, I don't follow the D-League. <laughs> anyway, to sum it up, Anthony Davis is defense. And you are a are are an idiot if you don't think <laughs> if you if you don't understand that Anthony Davis is one wow. of the best defensive players in this league. Okay. Put him hot up t- against anybody else oh, in this hot league. Takes. Hot takes. Gary Payton. Today, the league today. <laughs> oh. Gary Payton Draymond is not Green. in the league today. Draymond Green. I think Draymond Green could kick his butt. <laughs> he could literally kick anyone <laughs> in any place <sighs> on their body. At any time. That's the scary thing. <laughs> and get away with it. Oh, oh, man. And get away with it. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Amy. Yeah, um, thank you, I guess. <laughs> wow. Rough, rough, rough. The playoffs are tough, folks. The intensity's turned up in the playoffs, It probably. is. Uh, if you're watching the games, please use the hashtag BABFFL. Playoff teams, please. Trash talk. Mr. Scopa, thank you for joining us tonight. It's thank been a you pleasure. for the invitation. I, I hope... Mr. Scopa, before we sign off, though, I, w- I wanted to get your prediction yeah. on the, uh, the other matchup. On whether I, I... I cannot pick my team over the Dapper Donalds. Too much Le'Veon Bell. Wow. Yeah. I will pick the MVP of the league, David Johnson, to lead the Metro Heroes into the second round, though. Oh, sucking up will get you everywhere with the hosts. Absolutely. And while we're making picks, I'm picking Monkey to win the competition bracket. <laughs> oh, the whole bracket. I'm putting it out there now. On, wow. the, bracket, on, the, right. on the back of DeAndre Hopkins. Absolutely. This is his week <laughs> at Indy. I'm, I'm not even discussing the consolation bracket at all. <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right, well, to uh, the four teams playing, good luck in the playoffs, and to the eight in the consolation bracket, Paulie, do set your lineup, and good luck there. Yes, that's true. And uh, we'll check in again next week. Yeah, thanks. Hashtag Cleatfoot. This has been The Good Stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. <laughs>